Hey, West Village Church, Andrew and Chris here. As you know, we are in the middle of a sermon series called Collision of Kingdoms, where we explore the relationship between the gospel and politics and how we as Christians should live in a secular society. And uh, we've been taking some time to answer some of your questions. So our next question is this, what is more impactful in shaping our culture, politics or the church? And how can I be involved in helping shape the culture in a way that makes much of Jesus? Yeah, good question. I, I think it's important to recognize a couple things on the outset. Uh, first, I mean, the political arena is definitely a way to um, you know, to shape culture, uh, politics, and politicians, and um, policies and legislation. They they have um, <clears throat> a broad sweeping impact. They have the ability to have significant impact in terms of shaping how people live their lives and the experience of their lives and what people think. Even just think about our our school system and you know how that shapes minds and hearts of of our young people, right? So there's significant influence there. Uh, and I and I don't want to um, downplay that in any way. So I, I would actually say I think it's really important for Christians to be involved um, in the political arena to make their voices heard, uh, as they are led by the Spirit to even potentially uh, become active. I mean, we talked about this in, in week two of the sermon series, but we we kind of went through a number of times uh, in history where Christians were very active and had a significant influence uh, for the sake of Jesus and His mission uh, in, in in the culture. Um, but I would say this, and, and I don't say this out of opinion, I just say this because this is the conviction of Scripture. This is what we're told in the Bible, that the local church is the hope of the world, uh, that Jesus's plan, <clears throat> and the way we word this at West Village is gospel saturation, right? We we take that right out of Habakkuk chapter two, verse twelve, and it's just this idea that the the knowledge of the glory of the Lord would cover the earth as the waters cover the sea, and so God has this picture for the earth that is it's it's pretty influenced, right? Like it's deeply shaped, it's deeply it's deeply influenced, <laughs> it's completely com- covered, completely exactly. covered, right? <laughs> completely covered with His glory. And the means, the primary means by which he is going to do that is through his people. And his new covenant people are the church. And so I would say, um, yes, politics is important, but they they are really a servant to God's mission, which is the church, yeah. right? And so you, you actually have to see it come underneath God's vision for gospel saturation through his people, which is through the church. And so I'd say the, the best way to shape culture is to have churches that are flourishing, that are proclaiming the gospel, that are living out this countercultural narrative or countercultural community that reflects the heart of Jesus. Uh, you kind of have this Christian-like kingdom culture that's kind of swimming upstream from the culture of society where you know widows and orphans are being loved and the poor are being taken care of and you're seeing the Spirit of God pour out you know, in power and you're seeing people healed, you're seeing people repent of their sin, you're seeing lives change and transform, marriage is being restored, all these things happening inside the church. And that makes Jesus look beautiful. And then and then politics is shaped by that group of people who are living that way and being changed and transformed by Jesus. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's telling the, that, uh, you know, the church was an underground movement for its like first 300 years yeah. of inception. It had no political power. It doesn't, doesn't mean there's no one who was in positions of power had, uh, you know, accepted Jesus. But, but the reality was that it was a fringe movement and a lot of times an illegal movement. And yet over... Uh, you know, 300 year span, it went from being, you know, several thousand people in Galilee to half of the Roman Empire. That didn't just happen because the church tried to fast track through politics ch- change. It, it happened, the, the politics actually changed because the church was being the church. Um, so I think that's, you know, one thing to kind of add to what you're saying. And the other thing I would say is that so often I think 
there's a, uh, a compromise that takes place when, when Christians try and use uh, politics as their primary form of influencing culture. Um, and that, that's just because naturally um, it's, it's a system that is going to be uh, corruptible. Right. You know, like, and it doesn't mean like churches can't ever be corruptible, but you know, the church is actually based on the lordship of Jesus. But politics has a lot of different temptations that uh, can kind of shift you, and and a huge part of that temptation is that it, it will cause you. You are going to have to come to points where you have to decide, like, you're going to have to compromise some of what you believe. You know, you're going to have to make decisions of like what's the most important. And it doesn't mean that there's no place for that or that there's no time when, when that's going to happen. But I think as a whole, when we put our hope and our faith in that system, mm-hmm. um, it's going to disappoint us every time. Yeah. And so our hope and our faith needs to be in Jesus as, and, and, and lived out as his church. Yeah, oh, that's good. That's good.